Braves, Bulldogs, Falcons, Yellow Jackets, Hawks, Eagles. From the heart of Georgia, it's the Bill Shanks Show. Hour number two of our broadcast. Welcome back. Thank you very much for being with us. I'm Bill Shanks with Russell Brown. We will take your phone calls later on in this hour. Right now we want to talk about college football with the one and only Brett Beard from 939thescore.com at Brett Beard on Twitter. Hello, Mr. Beard. Uh, I was about to say good evening, Mr. Shanks. It's been a very interesting week in the state of Alabama. Well, I I hate to ask you about it, but I I have to because it's uh, what a mess. I mean, it's just a it's just a damn mess. It's an awful, awful thing that's going on over there with that basketball program, and just the. I mean, it's obviously awful that someone's dead, but everything that's going on, it's just, there's nothing good about it, is there? Well, there's none. I mean, there are no winners, and that's the first thing. I mean, you can begin by defending uh, Greg Byrne and Nate Oates, Alabama's athletic director and head basketball coach, or Brandon Miller, but nothing's going to take away the fact that a young lady is needlessly dead. Now, again, Cecil Hurd, the, the, the late, great Cecil Hurd, uh, coined the phrase many years ago is the, the intersection of alcohol and testosterone. Uh, and so many athletes seem to come into that. But my dad used to tell me, son, nothing good ever happens after midnight. And for me, there have been some good things. But the, the concept of what he was saying one thirty in the morning uh, outside of a nightclub, and you and I have been doing this for decades. There are a lot of bad things that can happen at one thirty in the morning on a Sunday morning after uh, after a football or basketball win. What should Nate Oates have done differently? Well, first thing Nate Oates should have done was to kick Darius Miles off the team last year. Uh, or even earlier this year, Darius Miles is a goofy kid. He's had some minor run-ins with Nate Oates. Uh, you know, again, leading up to this incident, you know, he was not phrased as a bad guy. But, Bill, once again, it just still it, it, it amazes me that we have a group of, of people, and this has been going, this is nothing new. This happens every weekend, every week in every city in the country and probably the world that you've got individuals who feel like every time they have a disagreement with someone that they need to pull out a gun and shoot them uh, because they've disrespected them. Darius Miles and his longtime good buddy, friend, homeboy, Buzz, but uh, was his nickname, they were out basically after Alabama's big basketball win and. They ran, ran across a young lady who is a mother uh, and the young lady's boyfriend. And the and Buzz, Darius Miles' buddy, basically made a pass at the young lady, and she turned him down, uh, ignored him, whatever. Whatever she did, it made, it made the uh, Darius Miles' friend mad and the boyfriend said in essence i don't know verbatim but leave us alone so that for some reason made buzz and darius miles mad and they thought that they needed to that they were being threatened and needed to 
do something about it. And Darius Miles got on his cell phone and texted Brandon Miller at about, um, Lord, it's 1231 o'clock in the morning and basically insinuated that he was being threatened. Can you come over here? Now, again, well, and, and, and uh, Brandon Miller came over eventually. He was in a restaurant uh, eating and left there and went to see Miles. And, well, Bill, once again, I don't know if the conversation uh, got, you know, if they continued to insult each other, but the, the incident um, escalated and Darius Miles' friend picked up a gun and shot uh, eight rounds, uh, reportedly, the DA's office in Tuscaloosa at the car and, of course, hit the girl at some point and wounded the girl's boyfriend. And in return, the boyfriend had a gun in his car and returned fire uh, and, and um, hit uh, the, the gunman, Buzz. And the question has been... Basically, this week, this happened January the 15th in the university. Um, Listen, I knew that there were two other Alabama players at the site the day after the incident happened. Again, every college town has a strip. uh, Their their strip bars or their bars or their restaurants, etc. And there were a lot of people milling around. There were video cameras around that that, that had video of this, and it, it came out on January the 15th. Darius Miles and Buzz, his friend, were arrested for capital murder, and this went on for about a month. And again, as everybody knows, it came out earlier this week that reportedly uh, Brandon Miller was there along with Jane Bradley, uh, another freshman guard. He was in the back seat. Miller was there, and supposedly the report was initially that Brandon Miller gave uh, Buzz the gun or, or, or picked up a gun or something. There's a little bit of gray area there somewhere, and that exploded on social media uh, again earlier this week for about 36 hours. And since then, the district attorney at Tuscaloosa has come out, Brandon Miller's, Attorney has come out uh, in the last 24 hours, uh, an attorney by the name of Jim Standridge, and said, uh, Miles, Darius Miles, brought his own handgun and left it hidden under some clothing in the back seat of Brandon Miller's car. And according to the attorney, Miller never saw the handgun nor handle it. And Standridge also mentioned that there is not a dispute that Miller was present at the scene. He was, along with the other Alabama basketball player. But according to Standridge in his quote, Miller never got out of his vehicle or interacted with anyone and Mrs. Harris. To me, a Harris is the young lady who was shot and killed. He never touched the gun, was not involved in the exchange with Mr. Davis. Did he bring the gun there, though, two miles? No, no. That, that's 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 the information that a lot of people didn't that, see. That's what happened once again with misinformation on social media. Was that there are a lot of people saying that uh, it, that he got a text from Darius Miles 
and said, bring my jack, which is slang for bringing a gun. The gun was already at the scene. According to the attorney, uh, according to Brandon Miller's attorney, the gun was already at the scene. Uh, and, uh, and Brandon Miller either didn't know the gun was there or he did not touch the gun because Miles got the gun and I think gave it to um, uh, Harris. And then the shooting, the shooting episode uh, started. And then but now the there's a detective on AL.com that testified that Miles asked Miller to bring him a gun. Uh, there was a that there was a report that again. That, well, you're right. That, that there was a report there, and in Miller's uh, attorney is saying no, the gun was already there. All right, so that's in dispute. We don't know whether that's true or not uh, there's going to be some gray area here you well know, i mean there's ever- there's just two different stories the detective is saying that miles i'm just reading the al.com story this is this morning at 8 50 a.m and the detective brandon colpepper testified that miles asked miller to bring him a gun a weapon which allegedly belonged to miles but was in miller's dodge charger prior to the shooting and Culpepper also testified that Miller's charger was struck by two bullets. He also testified that another Alabama basketball player, Jaden Bradley, was also at the scene in his Dodge Challenger. After the shooting, Miller and Bradley's vehicles blocked in the in blocked in the one Harris was in, according to the testimony. But it was not clear if that was intentional. Miller's attorney said Miller was not intentionally blocking the Jeep. Brandon never touched the gun, was not involved in the exchange right. to Mr. Davis in any way, and never knew that illegal activity involving the gun would occur. So, um, I mean, I don't see here where the the attorney denied that he brought the gun there. Culpepper said Miles texted him in the early morning hours, I need my joint, which is slang for a gun. Right. So, um Anyway, I, I guess the problem last night that South Carolina fans and a lot of people had was that if there's any culpability at all on Brandon Miller's part, should he be playing on this team right now, or should they wait until at least there is some type of clarity on what his his involvement was, even in bringing a gun to someone that was later used in a murder? Well, according to some of the sources that I that, that I've heard, the university went back and talked to the DA's office, to the police department, and, and, and again, when you get in a situation like this, as he said versus he said, and you know, again, you've got a different story on both parties. Miller's attorney is obviously going to take up for 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 Brandon Miller and there's some of this stuff that we will probably never know or we're not going to know until this actually goes to trial and the judge refused bond for both of the defendants and this will eventually go to trial uh but Miller the the information that was not disclosed was once again Miller's attorney is saying that the gun was already at the scene of the crime, and Miller did not bring it with him. All right, but if, uh, if that, 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 that's the, that's the gray area right now. All right, but if it, it says here, Tuscaloosa Chief Deputy District Attorney Paula Whitley told AL.com, "There's nothing we could charge him with," meaning about Miller. Yeah. So, so there's nothing they could charge him with, but uh, still, according to the testimony by the law enforcement agency, their stance is that Miller still brought him the gun. So if we're not talking about a legal matter, 
of whether that was a, a he broke the law or not. He evidently didn't break the law. The, the DA says there's nothing we could charge uh, him with it, for bringing a gun there. So therefore, let him play. That that doesn't matter. Is that uh, I mean is that basically what Nate Oates is saying? Do you think? No, no, Bill. Nate, Nate Oates is not being flippant about this. Nate Oates did not handle the press conference very well. It's something Britt and I said on your show for years. Coaches are not statesmen. And he was caught coming off the practice field, uh, I mean the practice court, and, and, and looked like he, ha- he wasn't ready for that. He should have been, and that he was flipping about it. He's apologized about this multiple times. It's talked about what this has done to the young lady's family. Should, should he have handled the press conference better? Yes. In fact, he was admonished yesterday by Greg Byrne, Alabama's attorney, uh, uh, um, athletic director. And to Oates' credit, the very first thing he said in the press conference last night was, I apologize. I did not mean or sound to be flippant. I'm well right. aware of the seriousness of this situation. I should have handled that a little bit better. Now, should Miller have been suspended or kept out of a couple of games that's debatable, and particularly when this began in January 15th, should Nate Oates have said, I'm going to sit you. Now, nothing's ever been mentioned about Bradley's involvement in this, which has been interesting. Uh, I mean, he was just a witness more than anything else, but should Nate Oates or Greg Burns said, look, until we get more information about this, what you may want to do is sit Brandon Miller for a couple of games until we get all of or as many of the facts that we possibly can. Yes, you can certainly make a debate about that. Well, we were talking before the before the break about these kids. Uh, one of the Georgia players got arrested for racing, and right, right. about the decisions that that these young people make. And uh, I, I said I don't think they're mentally fit to even make decisions until they're thirty. But I'm tired of having the excuse well they're just young i mean the bottom line is when brandon miller was asked by darius miles to bring him a gun brandon miller should have said no well that's exactly what he should have done uh, but bill again what brandon miller's guilty of is being stupid right uh he, he should have never came he should have never come there and look because we're talking about i don't think many people know this we're talking about one of the top prospects for the nba draft for this year well, well, yeah, I get that. And again, if if he would have been a, if, if he would have been a second team guard on the team that had barely played, I guarantee you there wouldn't have been been any of 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 the uh, uh, incredible situation on on social media. I mean, that's the reason why this has garnered so much publicity. Is this guy could be a lottery pick? I mean, he could be the first pick in the NBA draft. Uh, again, I go back to what we originally said in, in the interview to begin the interview. There are no winners here. Yeah. Everybody here made a mistake. Uh, Brandon Miller should have never gone. Again, Darius Miles and his buddy, uh, all that you know, they should have walked away when they got rebuffed by the young lady. But I go back once again. Uh, you and I have talked about incidents, maybe not this severe. But incidents over the years, how many people should have walked away? Again, it's one thirty, one forty in the morning. Were these guys half drunk? Were they high? Were they impaired? People ask me all the time when incidents like this happen, what were they thinking? Well, 
that's the problem, Bill. At sure. 1.30 in the morning, Sunday morning, they're not thinking. No, there's no thought process whatsoever. None at all. Brett Peart, our guest. Let's talk football for a few moments, Brett. And Alabama's lost another assistant coach. Y'all just keep can't keep coaches. I mean, they're leaving in droves. They're just they're just just bring the bus over and get them all out of there. I mean, Austin Armstrong was there for two months and he's going to Gainesville, Brett. That's well, embarrassing. No, no, Come on. No, he went he went in there for two months. He was there for a month. <laughs> he was the uh, he, DC at Southern Miss. He joined Alabama in January as the inside linebackers coach, and now is going to. Napier, Bill, Billy Napier, he had been a GA with Napier at Louisiana in 2017 right. and 18, and now he's going to be the D.C. at Florida. So we don't even know well, enough about you, him to know if he's going to be any good or not, do we? Well, well, the potential's there because Southern Miss's defense improved dramatically in the time that he was there, and that's the reason he left. Again, he got a raise. He's a co-defensive coordinator mm-hmm. instead of a linebacker coach at Alabama. And, again, how good is this guy going to be? Again, only time will tell. I think the potential's there. That's why Saban hired him. So it's going to be interesting to see. Now, Kevin Steele's coached linebackers before, but I still think Saban brings brings in another uh, defensive assistant probably in the – I'm sure before spring practice begins. Well, Florida sure has had a lot of coaches leave here. Patrick Tony, the D.C., William Piegler, the tight end coach, Kerry Colbert, the wide receiver coach, all going to the NFL. First two with the Cardinals, last one with the Broncos. And that's the last thing that Billy Napier needs with spring practice, what, 12 days away for them? Well, it doesn't help him. But once again, I would imagine, what, you know, Patrick Tony was not a fan favorite by any stretch of the imagination. I wasn't real shocked with that. And then some of the other guys have gone on to the NFL. Uh, I still think Napier is going to get this straightened out. It's probably going to take him another year. But, yeah, and that's the other thing we talked about is last week as far as mucking going on and naming Mike Bobo and the little mini firestorm that started. Uh, mid to late February is not a good time to be hiring a coach. Yeah, I know. you got to be careful about that because – I mean, you blink your eyes after the end of the season and spring practice is here. Uh, that's it. it it'll that's be it. here. I mean, we, we'll be talking, I, I think, um, was it Vanderbilt and one more start next week, I believe. Oh, listen, Auburn. Auburn begins Auburn. Monday. That's right, Auburn. On Monday. Yep, Monday. Auburn. Well, they got yeah. a lot to work out. They've lost 15 out of 17 to Georgia. Have you heard that? <laughs> <clears throat> just making sure. I've heard it occasionally mentioned on the Bill Shanks. Yeah, just a, just a time or two. All right, good stuff, Brett. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Always good insight from you. Oh, buddy. Have a great show. All right, Brett Beard, our guest, 939thescore.com. meant to ask him about the Hawks and Nate McMillan. I know they've been talking a lot about about the uh, big coaching change of the Hawks this week in Alabama. They'd probably rather be talking about that. No kidding. Mm -hmm. All right, let's open up the phone lines now. Area code 478-646-ESPN. Time for our weekly Throw Rob Manford under the bus Thursday. Although I do like what he said the other day about the TV thing, so I hate to I hate to compliment him. Man, Kirkland's just calling already. Holy cow! Look He's ready to go. He's ready to talk now. Four seven eight six four six ESPN. That's our number. We got three lines open, and we'd love to hear from you. Back with sports talk and your phone calls right after this. Braves say that Colby Allard will make the start on Saturday against the Red Sox. You have Colby Allard making the first start of the year for the Atlanta Braves? I, I did not. 
That was not on my bingo card. I forgot to mention him with the AAA starters, right? That's right. Michael Soroka, Colby Allard, Darius Bynes. I don't Jared like Schuster. this Michael Soroka thing. I mean, it's his name, and that's I respect it. But says he doesn't like to be called Mikey. So, well, yeah, Mikey is. Yeah, he's not twelve. I call some of my Michael friends Mikey. Just a, you know, not saying they're twelve, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like you know, I get called a lot of different things. I'm like a dartboard for names. It seems like. All right, to the phones we go. Kirkland in Macon. Hello, sir. Hey, what's going on today? How you doing? <clears throat> Bill, doing great, man. So you're the MC this weekend? I am the MC tomorrow night. Hey, I, I want to ask you a question. Um, and, uh, don't get mad at me and stuff. Got one more thing, too. Hey, you, are you going to help Rick with it, put his jacket on? No, they have someone else there for that. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm going to be very nice, I promise you. I'm going to be very nice, and then on Sunday, after my performance on Friday, I'm going to win an Academy Award. I couldn't go on when I asked you that, though. <laughs> That's okay. I've been asked many times this week that question. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, um, hey, um, was it Brett? Brett? Brett. Hey, is that Brett? Brett? Which one is Brett, B-R-E-T-T, Brett. He, he, kind of, he sounded kind of like a homer a little bit. But what I'm saying is um, he, he, they talked kind of building up like um, he was um, at home in the bed or something. He was at a restaurant eating at 130. I mean, come on, guys. Well, he shouldn't have played last night. They should not have – in my opinion, that kid should not have been allowed to play. And, and I, I mean, I just think if you're if, – if you had any – I mean, involvement's strong. What's the word? I mean, he wasn't involved in the shooting, but if you bring the gun, I mean, you can't say that he's not involved, right? I mean, involvement seems like, well, he, I don't know. It's just one of those weird gray areas. I mean, he may have known nothing about it, but I mean, if someone tells you to bring somebody a gun, it ain't show it off at a show at the Coliseum. Do you think, though, if 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 he was told to bring someone their gun to a nightclub, what the hell could he have thought that that person was going to do with the gun once he brought it to the nightclub? He shouldn't even be playing around. Right? They shouldn't play in the, the NCAA tournament. He should be um, kind of contemplating whether I'm going to get drafted or not. I mean, is anybody else ever had, does anybody ever have a soul or anything? Some girl died. She had a five-year-old daughter who's not going to have a mother now. I mean, and, and they didn't even think about that, I guess. That's, I mean, did he even say it at the, at the press conference, NATO? I mean, Nate's kind of worried me a little bit. Is he like Nate McMillan or something? Well, <laughs> I, th- I think Nate Oates did was a little unclear of some things, but, you know, and, and according to Brett, uh, you know, there is a little bit of a dispute by Miller's lawyer of whether or not he knew or he brought the gun there, period. Now, the detective said he did, so who, if the detective is saying that, that the kid brought the gun to Darius Miles, 
either Miles or someone else had to show him or tell him that he was the one who brought the gun to him, right? I mean, I mean, what did he what did he do when he came to his car? Like, oh God, nothing. I'm just gonna look at your back seat and just gonna go up on these covers right here. Oh, bang, bang, bang. Next couple of minutes and stuff. Come know. on, man, this is crazy. He shouldn't have played last night. He shouldn't be playing. He shouldn't play in a tournament. He should do nothing. No. A girl died here yeah. until we get this thing worked out. I, know. I, I, I think it's extremely uncomfortable. But you know what? If they were, if they had George's record, would he have played last night? <laughs> I mean, is that a fair? Is that a fair question? They're the number what three team in the country, Ross? What are they? Two, three? Two or three? Two. Yeah. I mean, so if they were not twenty-four and four, and one of the favorites to win it all. And they had a 16 and 12 record like Georgia. Would Brandon Miller have played last night? That's a but fair question, isn't that, it? Go ahead, Kirkham. Doesn't that show you the direction that the country's going in, though, man? This is unfathomable, man. Why is this even happening? We shouldn't be having this discussion right now on whether he wants to play or we're going to let him play or not. We're not going to be, he's not going to be charged. He should be thrown off the campus. Yeah, I think it was, it was, it was bad. He, if their excuse is he can't be charged with anything, you, how can you say it's not bad that he brought a gun if, in fact, that's what happened? And if the detective said it, you know, I mean, you want to – anyway, it, it's just a, it's, it's a bad situation. There's no question about it. Say it, Kirkland. Hey, you guys have a great day. Russ, tell me the definition of collusion, and the mailman will still deliver in time, and the legend will continuously continue. <laughs> <laughs> So what is that about you in collusion? I'm not sure. I'm 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 not sure. Okay, collusion. It's a non-competitive secret and sometimes legal agreement between rivals. There you go. Well, I look. I I haven't paid too much attention to the situation in Alabama. I know it's a bad story. I, I know it was obviously a issue last night because Brandon Miller played. Of what I know, do I think Brandon Miller should have played last night? No. But I, I, I think, again, I go back to the question, Russ. I mean, I think it's a fair question. If Alabama did not have the record they had and they were middle uh, to lower part of the SEC, would he have played last night? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the message they sent last night is is they value their program more than that young lady's life. I mean, I don't know how you can take anything else away from that. And it's not to say – and that's not to say – that Brandon Miller is is uh, did anything criminal here. He's not. He hasn't been charged with anything, and he's not a suspect. So it's not a legality issue, Mm-mm. but it's it's a what kind of a look are you giving here? And I just and I went back to see refresh my memory on what happened with Ray Lewis, and that was a little bit different because their season was over, and I don't think he was ever suspended, but he was fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So you can't fine a collegiate player uh well not yet well not not yet right so i mean i they're they're, i mean i don't want to use say there's precedent here but i mean there was an incident similar to this i mean nate oates even called ray lewis which was the biggest red flag in all of this to me on for advice i mean that but it just it's it's a messy messy situation and you know and if the alabama stance is he hasn't been charged with anything we're going to let the legal process play out i I mean, oh yeah i but I mean, you go back to you know, look how Georgia handled the Will Anderson thing, right? I mean, Adam Anderson. I'm sorry, Adam yeah, Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's gone. I mean, it's like he's no longer with the team until they sort the, the sort it out legally. 
So I, I just think they're taking the wrong approach here. Well, I don't know how Nate Oates could have been comfortable with last night. But you know what? Brandon Miller had 41, so maybe he doesn't care. Well, and he hit the game winner, too. But the whole time that, that – and, you know, the students are going to – he's going to catch hell on the road. Oh, yeah. They were chanting, lock him up last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in trouble. Which is another part of it. I mean, do you risk having your team be around that, but yet that's your NBA prospect. So, that's what Nate Oates is living with. Ken and Macon. Hello, Killer. How you doing? Good. Yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah. Also, I don't know why I just feel like it's exciting to me talking about the Atlanta Braves because I think them guys are going to be hungry because they went, they beat the Astros that won the, won the World Series and then then they lost because their pitcher got hurt. I got a feeling that them Jokers, uh, Braves are going to be hungry. They're going to be hungry to, to get what they supposed to got, and that's the World Series championship. And they're going to be hungry for it this year. I just got a feeling, Bill. Well, you know what? Look, Ken, the, the, the Braves had the taste of of winning a championship. And then now they turn around and pretty much the same team have the taste of disappointment. I, I think that this group knows the kind of fight they're going to be in. I think they know also how much talent they have. I think they are going to be hungry to go back and win it, win it all again. I mean, I, I think those players too, Killer, they know they're in a window where they need to win another championship because they've already got one. Let's do it again. Yeah. And then also – the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Hawks—they got a long way to catch up to the Atlanta Braves. I wonder when they ever going to do anything. That's what I'm wondering. Twenty thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will be about, still be I'll here be in fifteen about, years. I'll be about seventy-five then. So. There you go. Hey, how do you think about Quinn Snyder being the head coach? Well, I don't really know him. Well, he's pretty good, Killer. I think he'd be a good good candidate to join the team. Yeah, and also one other thing I got to get on my mind. Since Dick Kirkland was on the phone a while ago, I got something to, I hope he hears this. Uh-oh. That my man Carson Betts going to outdo him the coming year. You, you think uh, Kirkland will jump on Carson's bandwagon after Carson takes over the team like he was on Stetson's bandwagon? No way. He ain't going to do that. Because no <laughs> that's okay. your boy. Carson's your boy. I know that. that what I'm, I'm telling Carson, I'm telling Kirkland that my man Carson going out to spin it, and if he does, what will he do? Then like 500 yards per game. Oh my God! Do you, do you have a dog in your car? No. I thought I heard a bark. No. Okay. All right. That's fine. No, it's your son. Hey, Joseph. Hey. <laughs> All right, Killer. Thank you. Yeah, have a good one. Oh, you too. I, <laughs> I heard a dog barking. It did. I think it was more of a chuckle, but yeah. I had to I, roll that tape back to see if it was a kind of like what we did with Wade with the sinister laugh. I have to roll that back to see if we heard the bark. Eddie from Ackworth, hello. Hi, Bill. How are you, sir? You know, Killer's a great caller, but he really confuses me. Last week he was – a nervous wreck about the Georgia program with Carson Beck going forward. We're going to lose to Tennessee. And today he's sticking it to another caller about how great Carson's going to be. So I told him I to be positive. I was sick of that negativity crap. Oh, well, I guess it worked. Yeah. Um, by the way, I want everyone to listen closely to what I'm about to say. Bill Shanks is infamous in the United States of America. Oh, and God. here's why. Oh, you remember what I called you about yesterday, Bill, what the first topic I called you about was? No. 
Okay. It was complaining that the White House had not invited oh, yeah. the Georgia Bulldogs yeah. to the White House. Right. And what happened last night, Bill? Right. What happened? They so, announced yeah. that the Georgia Bulldogs are going to the White House. So the White House listens to the Bill Shank show. Oh, I hope so, because I got some things to say. <laughs> I've heard them. So, yeah. so does that mean that uh, uh, Jean Pierre, hearing Jean Pierre, what's her face is uh, listening to the show, perhaps? Oh yeah. She yeah. called. She, by the way, she called uh, President Bidenisky. I mean Biden. I'm sorry, he's Polish. Uh, uh, she, she, she. I don't know. Is is uh, President Biden? Is he Puerto Rican or or Polish today? It okay. depends on which way the wind is blowing. So uh, she called him President Obama today. Oh, I, know. I, know. I actually think Ken from Coming is Kareem Jean-Pierre. He, he just uses that, <laughs> that name. <laughs> so when we when we get to uh, Merce for the first game, you two are coming, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. I'm coming. I don't know if he's uh, brave enough to show up, but I'll be there. Well, don't you dodge him. You like how I said well, that? You like that? You like that? <laughs> I sound like Logan I Booker. Want, I want J-Rad to come, too. We can just have a big old Yeah, J- and J-Rad said he's coming to see us tomorrow. So, yeah, I hope he does. Yeah, no, but he, hate, he hates baseball, so he won't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. He hates baseball now. He He's not too uh, chipper about baseball season starting, is he? No, hey, I see what you did there. You like hey, that? Bill, I, I do want to talk briefly. <laughs> I know you're up against it. This Alabama thing – I mean, it's getting some press because of Clay Travis and other guys in the media. But overall, this story is really being pretty much ignored by the national media. And, I, I mean, this is unbelievable. I heard the announcer, his name slips my mind, on local radio today who did the game last night, and he said it was really uncomfortable because they were chanting lock him up during the game. Yeah. And he said it was all this stuff going around, and it was really bad. And – what in the world? How can they? How can Nate Oates really justify playing this kid last night? I, I think you make a great point. If they were Georgia from last year, the kid's off the team. Yeah. But you know they're number one or two in the nation, and looking at possibly winning a national championship, they just gloss right over He's it. He's playing. I mean, that is basically accomplice to murder. What he did. I I, I just don't know how. If in fact, if I'll say if. If the detective is correct and he brought the gun to Darius Miles, whether he knew it was going to lead to murder or think that it was going to lead to murder or not, knowing that it did lead to murder, how Nate Oates could throw him out there in a game. I, I, that blows my mind how that can happen. Bill, even if that what the detective said is not true, this stuff's swirling around. You got a dead lady here, okay? A dead person, and and directly tied to a former player on the team who may, and Brandon Miller may have been involved somewhat. The kid needs to at least sit, yeah. not play. I agree. I mean, what what a joke! I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. This is maddening. I know. I, I agree. I, I just like how could you not be uncomfortable by that, Nate Oates? I mean, okay, you look. I, people say dumb things. I think he made a mistake with what he said yesterday. I, I'll give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt for that. That's nothing compared to playing that kid last night. I just I just was shocked. I, my phone was blowing up and seeing it, and it was like, oh, my gosh, they're playing him. And so, anyway, I mean, people have to make decisions. I, I, you know, I want to say 
Coach Oates, are you comfortable with the decision you made to play him? And again, he scored 41 and won the game. He may not give a damn, Eddie. That's the sad thing. I don't think he does. Can you do something about our darn taxes, please? Yell at the White House. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. I wish I had that much power. Rambo on Twitter. Rambo, you need to call more often. Rambo would trump these goobers named Eddie and Ken and all these guys. Rambo's a beast. Rambo just said, Bill Shanks just admitted to Eddie. He doesn't listen to a word he says. <laughs> and then he said, Bill, remember what the first thing I said yesterday? No. <laughs> well, I have a lot of phone calls, that Rambo. That's the point. It ain't got nothing to do with my boy, Eddie. I love Eddie, but I, you know. Russ and I have a lot of hours of radio to do every week. So if you come up and ask us, or if you call up and you say, hey, Bill, remember when I no, – don't count on it. <laughs> We might have in 2007, right, Russ, when we started. Yeah, but not now. Not, you know, not now, so much anymore. Now we're at the home. Well, t- <laughs> we're not far. Which I know that gets you really excited. Oh, I can't wait. A lot of single ladies in there. That's right, rolling around in their car. <laughs> we'll take a break. Come back. <laughs> four seven eight six four six ESPN. We're back right after this. Welcome back to our broadcast. Bill and Russ on the radio. 478-646-3776 is the number to call. And if Mackworth just had a graphic message to me on Twitter. Then he said, show up at Merce and let's sell this mono y mono. Hand to hand? No, man to man. Oh, mono to mono. Is that mono? Is technically, it's man and man, but yeah. But mono's not man in Spanish, is it? Oh, wait. You know what? You're right. That might be a different language. It's hombre. Is mono, mono, is that what? Slovakian? Let's see. I will do to get a translation. Maybe Cajun, because, you know, he's from down there. He's Cajun. No, that's. Oh, it's. Okay. It's, it's a slang word. It's a Spanish slang word for hand. Hand to hand. So he's talking fisticuffs. Or maybe maybe they'll have a slap fight. Have you ever seen that on? I try. It comes on after wrestling. I have to change it. I mean, it's on is, TV. It's oh, is it really? It's a TV show now. <sighs> what a bunch of degenerates! I mean, no wonder gosh. Diamond Sports is going bankrupt. I mean, it just—it's awful. Do they play that on? They, yeah, you just stand there and the, the, somebody slaps the crap out of you, and then you get to slap them back. And it's, well, who watches that? <laughs> That reminds me of an old story. Have I ever told you that old story? I don't. Not about a slap. Fight. I better not. Oh, Eddie says that was to Rambo. Oh, so he's calling out Rambo too? <laughs> Man, if you call out Rambo, look out now. Rambo, Rambo, will get you. I wouldn't call out a guy named Rambo. That's just asking for trouble. Steven on Twitter, geez, with Eddie and Ken calling back to back, I thought I was listening to an ad for a senior living magazine. <laughs> By the way, then he asked me, who is your new old crush since Miss Welch's past? Well, you know, Jacqueline Smith's always been a favorite of mine. Jacqueline Smith is how old? Old, like dirt. She's not that old. Give me a break. Come on. Jacqueline Smith is 77. It's right in your wheelhouse. 
she's still pretty. Oh, yeah. I'm uh. not saying I'm going to have relations with these old women. I'm just saying they're pretty. <laughs> you know? Is there is there a, is there a word like for... No, I shouldn't say that. I'm just saying that, you know, Jacqueline Smith had it going on back in the day. You don't think so? No, I mean, that was... It was before my time. Yes, it was before you were born. What's your point? <laughs> By the time I came along, she wasn't a thing. <laughs> Jacqueline Smith. Today's question on the show, who's your favorite angel? Don't say Drew Barrymore. She was on that movie, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, that was stupid. It was a dumb movie. I watched I about 10 minutes of it. I'm like, this is stupid. I've, I've never seen it. I'm I, I don't even, shocked I, by that. No, I, do, I don't even know. I can't remember who was in it. It was uh, Drew Barrymore. Oh, Cameron Diaz. And uh, was it Lucy Liu? I think is her yeah, name. That was stupid. That was in 2000, 23 years. I mean, Cameron Diaz, she was good looking. Drew Barrymore, she's kind of slutty. <laughs> well, she was. I she showed her boobies on the David Letterman show. Well, Did you know that? I, no, I was not aware. Google it. Well, she like got up on the on the. I'm on a company Wi-Fi, so. <laughs> she, yeah, it's a TV station. He got up on the desk and flashed David Letterman. Oh, that was a, it. Was his birthday? It was a birthday present. <laughs> sure, Dave was thrilled. Yeah. Then he said, "Wow, there's mosquitoes in here." The um. I didn't see very much of that movie because it was. I just didn't think it was very good. Cameron Diaz, she really like retired from acting, didn't she? She's done. She's fifty now. Remember when she was in that? Uh, There's something about Mary. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> Brett Favre comes out. Of the room. <laughs> that's one of the best movies ever. <laughs> that was pretty good. What? Well, and the guy who pretended like he was disabled, and all of a sudden he's. <laughs> Oh, I'm just trying to get Mary to marry me. <laughs> that was a great movie. Really good movie. Yeah, I think she like married some uh, tattooed guy, and, and she's like retired. Well, good for her. She's gone. You remember her, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was good looking. She's 50. Is that out of your wheelhouse? Oh, I'm happily married, so I don't, I don't really have a wheelhouse. Yeah, right. Yeah, your wife's your wheelhouse. Yeah. Anyway, Cameron Diaz is 50. Wow, that's kind of bad. That's kind of well, Jacqueline Smith's still my favorite older lady. It's not like she's Helen Hayes or someone. You know who Helen Hayes is? All right, during the break, I want you to compare Helen Hayes with Jacqueline Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. We're kind of off the chain today. <laughs> Helen Hayes. I mean, the f the first picture that comes up is in black and white. <laughs> no, I said it's not like Jacqueline Smith is a Helen Hayes. Because uh, Helen Hayes looked old her whole life. Jacqueline Smith, she's still good looking at 77. I'm not saying I want to settle down with her. There's not too long to settle down with her for. But still. Pam from Macon better not call and say, you guys need to shut up. Anyway, 478-646-ESPN. Damn, it's time for baseball season. Yeah, really? It can't get here I soon hate enough. late February is awful. Well, we're in, like, we're in that period where the, the no, none of our teams are playing. I mean, no, I, I mean, you've got college basketball and you've got college baseball. 
Uh, but college baseball, it's not like, you know, every night. So I had to, you know, was able to watch a game Tuesday night and we'll be able to watch some games this weekend. And I'm looking forward to that. But the Hawks don't start back until tomorrow. The Braves don't start. They'll start their spring training on Saturday. The Falcons aren't playing. So it's just, it's the NBA all-star break. Yeah, I it's, know. It's, I mean, the Hawks gave us a little little something to talk about no, yesterday. A little something, yeah. Possible coach and everything. Rambo on Twitter, do we need to do it before it gets dark? I know your age, it's getting tough to drive at night. Talking about Eddie. <laughs> J Randon says Cameron Diaz is hot, but damn so skinny. She is kind of skinny, isn't she? Yeah. I mean, the last time I saw her. Yeah. I mean, she's better looking than that third. You know, <laughs> I better not say that. By the way, I was in a restaurant today, and the waitress brought over a balloon for this little girl who was, you know, just sitting in the room. And I said, wait, stop. Is that thing from China? No, you did. I swear to God. Did you? you oh I did. And shoot public? it down. Yeah. I said, shoot that thing down. Oh, my God. Kid, don't no, play that. Didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. Yeah. How, how old was the girl? The little girl? Yeah. Three. She didn't know what oh, else. Oh, she was, she, never mind. I mean, her mom looked at me like I was kind yeah, of. Yeah, you're going to get <laughs> off our rock. Be careful. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, balloon floating in there. Didn't know. Dino on Twitter, slap fights and boob talk with a senior citizen promo fight. Hell yeah, I love it. Don't worry about our audience. These are our people. <laughs> Good Lord. Steven says he's picking Stevie Nicks. Okay. Great voice. Stevie's kind of been through the ringer, so to speak. Hadn't she? How old is Stevie Nicks these days? She's 74. Yeah, she's up there. <laughs> she's 74. She'll be 75 in, on May 26th. She just sold her program library for about $400 million. Wow. Yeah, so she may look better than you think. What are you going to do with $400 million? Live with Stevie. <laughs> no, I mean her. Like, at 74? Like, not much. Uh, does, she have, does she have kids? I don't know. I hope so. I don't know. 478-646-ESPN, please call. <laughs> We're just having fun. A little fun show. A little fun time here. Being a little goofy. Twitter at Bill Shanks. The Twitter feed's out of control today. Rambo needs to call. Don't just tweet now. Back with more as we continue here on the Bill Shanks Show. <laughs> <laughs> 